to know that every promise is mine. I will claim it. And you go to God and say, God, it's mine. I need it. Then the Holy Spirit will activate it and make it yours. Are you with me? But if you're going to read a newspaper and extract information on the newspaper and run your life based on what you read about from the newspaper, your life will be exactly like the rest of the people that are of this world. But God has given you a script. God has given you every promise and he has enlisted it here. You've got to read here and say every day, that verse is mine. That territory is mine. That blessing is mine. By faith I claim it. Faith is a currency. Faith can make you claim things that, hallelujah. I told you about a brother. Because sometimes people understand when we speak about, yes, we are going into the rapture, surely. We are going into the rapture. But this God is interested in you when you wake up. He's interested in what you eat. He's interested in what you, how you, what, you, what you put on. He's interested where you go. He, he's not just a provider of spiritual needs. He's a provider even of physical needs. Friends, we are not orphanless here. This God will provide for our needs. If he provided the needs of the prophet when he needed the squirrels, this evening I don't need squirrels. I've got my needs. But the same God that brought the squirrels into existence, he can bring my needs into existence. And when he brings my needs into existence, I've got a confidence that one day, He will change the body. But he will start on small things. Providing for you as Jehovah Jireh. Sing about him and you must realize every name of God emanates from his works. He was Elohim. The reason he became Jehovah is because he had children. That made him Jehovah. Brother, let's say Jehovah is a family name. When he had a family, he became Jehovah. When he was worshipped, he became God. When he provided for the needs of Abraham, he became Jehovah Jireh. So when, you, when he came and gave his life, he became a savior. So all his names show what he can do for his children. And this evening I say, he can be a Jehovah Jireh in your life. And provide for your needs until you sing and say, he keeps on doing great things. Are you here this evening? And people, sin, can change your attitude towards God. Until you think, some people think that God is the type of man that is washing them out. As if he wants to get them. If, if that is how you think of God, you've got no relationship. Hallelujah. If, if you've got a relationship, a good relationship with a person, when you are with them, you don't say, they are going to look and say, hey, why that's wrong thing? No, no, no. But if the relationship is not right, you become conscious in the presence of the people. Isn't it so? 
You say, if I can say this, I might say it wrong. It might be misinterpreted. But when, when the relationship is healthy, you can, you can laugh. You can be serious. You can do. You are, you are at liberty. Your relationship with God, if there is no sin in your life, if there is no sin in your life, it becomes a peaceful relationship. You are able to go before God with your thoughts. You are able to go before God with your aspiration. You are able to go before God with your request because the relationship has got a mutual trust. My question is, some of you, you trust the Lord, but the Lord doesn't trust you. And some of you, you trust the Lord. The Lord trusts you, but you don't trust yourself. Because if you don't trust yourself, you affect a relationship. It's like being in a relationship with a man or a woman who's got in, who is insecure. Hallelujah. They say a wife that is insecure is the best detective. Hallelujah. Oh, even the man. Hallelujah. When your phone is here, he wants to check. Send him the message. Because there's insecurity. When a relationship, one party is insecure, it makes the relationship unbearable. Things are no longer quite as simple as they are. Hallelujah. Are we together? Yes. I know of a case where a brother sent a wife a message. Later he went to read the phone, the message on the wife's phone. Only to find, he thought that it was another man, only to find that it was his message from another number. That's what insecurity can do. It can destroy a relationship. And I'm saying, you are made in the image of God. And if you are made in the image of God, then you've got to believe in God's image. Brother Brenham, when the angel came to him, he says, if you can get the people to believe, not in me, but in you, and be sincere enough, even cancer will not stand before you. And we have been telling people, believe in God. It has always been that message. But this evening I want to say, he believes in you. But uh, do you believe in yourself? If he says you are an amateur God, do you believe in yourself? A lot of people don't believe in that. They hear about it, they preach about it, they read about it, but they don't believe in that. You know how I know? Because it doesn't have results. Because they are still fearful, even after God had called them and showed them who they are. If you can know who you are, the devil is in trouble. Brother Bram said, the reason the devil is mad, he doesn't want you to know who you are. Who are you? You are an amateur God. You are are a creative being. You can speak and things can materialize. You, you, You have been designed to take charge. A human being was designed to take charge because dominion is part of our DNA. Are you here this evening? When we walk into situations as believers, we must take charge. Don't be afraid to take charge. It's not you taking charge. It's God in you taking charge. 
But he can never operate until you believe in him that is in you. I hope we are together here. He says here, Now, in the fall, Adam forfeited the title deed to that. He forfeited it to Satan. Satan took the title deed. Adam was very slothful. I wonder how many believers are slothful to claim what is theirs. He did not redeem his rights, for he could not redeem his rights. But Satan, which does not, does not have rightful, rightfully own it, he took it. He is the God of the earth, small g. Because why? He came to them and said, God has lied. He knows that the day you eat from the tree, you will be as wise as he is. And you'll be, you'll be come like him, you'll be God. They were already God. Sometimes the devil promises you what you already have. But because you don't know that you have it, you end up doing things that you shouldn't do them. Because why? You don't know who you are. He possesses that. And he says, death is in his hand. The earth is in his hand. The world belongs to him. Every nation belongs to him. He governs and controls the whole world and everything in the world. Satan does. But I've got a message here. He controls the whole world, but not our world. Because there is a world within a world. Hallelujah. And the world that you and I stay in is not controlled by United Nations. It's not controlled by America. It is controlled by the almighty God. So I'm saying, don't look at the world that the devil controls. Enter to the world that the devil shall never control. And that world, how you enter it, you enter it by faith. And when you are in that world, you control every circumstance by faith. In that world, there is no incurable disease. All diseases are healed. In that world, there is no fear. Fear has gone away. Love reigns in that world. And I'm inviting you to migrate into that world. That world is a, is a land of possibility. That land, every promise of God materializes. That land, you become an amateur God. Your thoughts, your words are respected by that world. Whatever you think and say, it materializes in that world. Are we together? The prophecy, I'm dead, I'm running ahead of myself. It says, but thank God, we are not of this world. How, how are we not of this world? We are here on this world, but we are not of this world. You remember the widow that Elijah had gone to? who only had a fish, uh, 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 oil, and a little flour. He went there, and Elijah came there and said, prepare the meal for me. Prepare the meal for me. He says, this is the last meal. Elijah said, I don't care. Prepare the meal for me. When she looked at the servant of God and laughed at the servant of God, she said, I will prepare this last meal and give it to the servant of the Lord. Goodness. I can imagine had it had come to the modern day believers, they will say, 
this, this is the first man of God. He's even looking for our last meal. Even believers would have a bunch of quotation. How can a, how can a man of God take the last meal? Take the last flower and still claim to be while everybody is dying. And the woman pleaded and said, this is the last meal for me and my son before we die. But the man said, go and prepare. God will check whether are you willing to do reckless things on the basis of your faith. Then he will come and honor your faith. This evening I say, we need reckless faith. And reckless faith is not a fearful one. You don't have fear. The woman went and prepared. Guess what? The oil never ran out. The flower never ran out. And everybody was dying. But this woman's household was preserved. What happened? She was in another world within that world. And this evening I want to say, the world economy may collapse, but our economy, our economy, who is the minister of our economy? Not Provin Gordon. God himself, Melchizedek himself, he is a minister of our economy. And the Bible says he possesses all things. Not half things, all things. Oh, I, w- I, wish, I wish this is sinking in. Then he will walk out and say, God, there's Brother Lucky. I gave you at his testimony on Sunday that they called him and said, look, we are done. This is the last batch. Do medical exit. No more jobs for you. Did medical exit. I think medical exit is the final stage when you leave the company. After they were done, but the next day, they phoned him and said, listen, we want to see you. They came and said, here is the contract. It's ready for you. We want you back. Who? Who? The table orchestrated the exit. But God came in and said, I'm the God of the reverse order. He orchestrated the entrance. He will bless our going in. He will bless our going out. Let us have faith in him. Are you with me this evening? If they announce at your work that there's going to be retrenchment, in your heart says, Oh God, it does not apply to me. But if it applies to me, you must have something better for me. God will never close a door unless he has opened another good door somewhere. Are you here this evening? And and I I want your faith muscles to be exercised. So that your faith develops muscles that no matter what situation you find yourself in, you can say, by faith, I am coming out of this situation. By faith, the situation will change for better. Hallelujah. He says, (laughs) you know, another brother was giving me a testimony. You see, he had gone for an interview and they had decided to hire him, already communicated. And he says, okay, when they were supposed to give him an appointment letter, another man, you know, we live in a corrupt society, just came in, changed the process, 
got his friend hired. The brother was never hired. And the brother stayed in the same community as where that man stayed. It's quite amazing. This man, the, the corrupt official, after a year, he went in the middle of the night to the brother's house and knocked. And the brother opened and said, how can I help you in the middle of the night? What's happening? The man walked in, took a seat, and said, listen, I want to tell you, you were supposed to have gotten the job that we had hired so-and-so in. I'm the one that messed up the process. But ever since I messed up the process, I never had peace. Every time I saw you in the street, I used to duck. When you came, I didn't want to meet you. I'm tired. I'm here to ask you to forgive me. Uh, guess what? He even went back to the company and said, we hired this person wrongly. We should have hired that one. And the company found a space for the other one and employed the brother back. Vagencies of the Lord. If somebody does something you bet on, retaliate or commit it to the Lord, at the right time, God will sort out things. But a lot of times, as believers, as believers, we rush into things. Until you even develop alpha, because they hired somebody. Wrong. And now you are the one dying. pray about it, commit it to the Lord and move on. Do you hear me, believers? Learn the ability to move on and say, I'm moving on. God, you'll sort it out. I commit it to you. I'm moving on. He does not sleep. He is the God of justice. But if you go and try to do it yourself, he steps out and says, surely you can handle it on your own. Do you see why sometimes God doesn't become part of our battles? Because we fight our battles. Don't fight battles. Commit it to the Lord. Say, God, you know better. I'm your son. I'm your daughter. I'll remain loving and move on. And God will come and show who was right. Are you still with me? Before I close. He says, we are not of the world. I don't mean the church. That's what the prophet says. He says the devil controls the world, but he says, I don't mean the church. He doesn't control the church. He doesn't control us this evening. He just controls the world. He said, God said that we are his, but the devil is the God of the world. But Jesus says he's the God of the earth, has blinded the eyes of the people, but he is the God of heaven. And now, he rightly doesn't own this. He does not own it. Adam forfeited the title deed to it, all this stuff, but the title deed has been restored back to us. Amen. When you've got a title deed, it's not a piece of paper that you just put in your house. It is made to a claim. You go to the deed office and said, I've got a title deed. I see there is a man that he had pitched whatever shack that is. I want that shack to be gone by next month. I've got a title deed. 
That's exactly what you need to do this evening. If God has taken a certain blessing, go back and say, I'm here to claim it because I've got a title to it. If you're living a fearful life, go back to God and say, God, I'm tired of being fearful. I want to live a life of faith. And I've got a title deed of peace of mind. Give me that peace of mind. He will grant it to you. The antidote of fear is faith and love. Love and faith go together, but fear is of the devil. How many are not fearful this evening? And if you are not fearful, go and possess the gates of your enemies. Know who you are. There is a blessing that God has spoken behind your life as he spoke it to Rebecca, and that blessing went throughout the generation. There is a blessing behind your life, and you've got a title deed. May God richly bless you as we stand up. just to wrap up in prayer for us. I have a father He calls me his 
Father, O oh God, the name above all name, O oh God. The name where, Heavenly Father, the righteous are saved, O oh God. Heavenly Father, O oh God, a city of refuge is your name, Heavenly Father. The wonderful name of Jesus, O oh God. Heavenly Father, we come this evening, O oh God, approaching thee, O oh God, saying, Heavenly Father, how great thou art, Heavenly Father. How great are you, O oh God. When we look at our lives, oh God, some of the things, oh God, Heavenly Father, they are past finding, oh God, yes. because of your greatness, Heavenly Father. Mm. When we look, oh God, Heavenly Father, at our failures, oh God, we realize that, Heavenly Father, we cannot manage without thee, oh God. That's where we see that, Heavenly Father, you are a great God, Heavenly yes. Father. Oh God, how you opened up your scriptures, oh God, this evening, oh God. Heavenly Father, you retained courage in us, oh God. Heavenly Father, we are uplifted up, oh God. Heavenly Father, it was like, Heavenly Father, a Father, oh God, giving bread to the Son, oh God. Heavenly Father, you gave us strength, oh God. Heavenly Father, telling us to fear not, oh God. Heavenly Father, I'm reminded when the angel, when he came to Mary, he said, Mary, fear not. Yes. Heavenly Father, oh God, oh Lord God Almighty, when you're visiting us this hour, you're saying, oh God, we should not fear, oh God. We should go, Heavenly Father, oh God, not being ashamed to be called of thee, oh God. Heavenly Father, go victorious out, oh God, because Heavenly Father, we have 
the creator, oh God. Yes. We have the antidote of fear. Mm. Heavenly Father, when we fear death, we know we shall resurrect. Yes. When we fear that what might happen, Heavenly Father, tomorrow, we have the one who holds tomorrow, yes. Heavenly Father. So this evening, oh God, we are sitting in the position where we are fearless, Heavenly yes. Father. We thank you, oh God, how you delivered the message, oh God. The message, oh God, has found its place in our hearts, oh God. Mm. Then, Heavenly Father, what is left for us, oh God, is to exercise what you've told us, oh God. Because, Heavenly Father, oh God, the word Heavenly Father, oh God, is not to be heard only, but Heavenly Father, it should be exercised, oh God. Give us the power, oh God. Give us the strength, oh God. Give us the ability, oh God, to exercise this word, Heavenly Father. Oh God, I just want to thank you for a wonderful sermon that you've delivered unto us, oh God. And Heavenly Father, oh God, we also want to thank you for the lovely men of God that you've given unto us, oh God. We say, Heavenly Father, oh God, retain the virtue, oh God, that he has lost, Heavenly Father. And also, Heavenly Father, bless his going in, bless his going out, oh Heavenly mm. Father. Because, Heavenly Father, he's the vessels that you are using, oh God. Yes. Heavenly Father, when we look, oh God, where we were in the beginning of the year, and we look to date, Heavenly Father, there is a difference, oh yes. God. Heavenly Father, oh God, surely when Brother Brenham said, your pastor will see you through, oh God. Mm. Heavenly Father, we can see the results, Heavenly Father. Mm. Some of us, oh God, we came wretched as we are, oh God. Mm. But, Heavenly Father, we were wrapped up in love. Oh God, yes. Heavenly Father, oh God, then Heavenly Father, when we're wrapped up in love, we saw the Father in Him, oh God. Mm. Heavenly Father, oh God, we can surely spoke like those spoke who testified with Brother Brandon. He say, said, Heavenly Father, with Brother Brandon, we saw God. We can also say, Your God, that Heavenly Father, with the man of God that you've given unto us, we can see God, Heavenly Alleluia. Father. Continue to bless Him, oh God. Mm. Continue to strengthen Him, oh God. Heavenly Father, we ask all these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Just give us a, a song, and then till we meet on Sunday, may God richly bless you. Amen. How many believe that this evening?
believe that he is faithful. I think it's a beautiful song. He is faithful indeed. Amen. Just, uh, I just loved this song because I know he has been faithful during the valleys, during the mountain tops. He has been the same God. Amen. Pray for our December convention. We will be moving it from the 16th. It will be, I see the president has given us an extra holiday. So it will be on the December weekend. We'll have our convention here in Wheatbank. But we'll wrap up the details on Sunday when everybody is here. Amen. And Pastor Maliko from UK, he said, I'm coming. I'm coming. I said, you're welcome. You're welcome. Amen. So we are looking forward. Pray for it. May God undertake. Amen. Because why? He is faithful. Hallelujah. He is faithful. Amen. Uh, come with another one. And then now for sure we are leaving church. Amen. Yeah,